what is going on, everybody? This is the New Beginnings Podcast. I am your host, Matt Clem. And with every end, there is always a new beginning. We are here to talk about your health, your fitness, your mindset, and really the journey in becoming your best self. Wherever you are, I hope you enjoy. So let's get right into it. My dude, Matt, what's up, dude? What is going on? How's how's your weekend? It, it, it was great, Matt. I mean, it was a rather slow week, nothing too exciting, but we got shit done, you know? We That's got, what matters. We got, <laughs> we got shit done, and dude, likewise, likewise. I was really in the mood to uh, batch content, so I have like um, a couple weeks worth, which I'm excited about, so... Um, so yeah, likewise, but ha- had a good had a good weekend as well. Um obviously, we're on here for training, dude. Really yeah, like dude. why why it matters and why that might be literally the focal point why people aren't getting to the um the goals that they desire, right? Or even the goals that they want to achieve um in the long term of things. So, um I guess my question for you is when did you you start to realize within your fitness journey mm-hmm. like the difference between you just simply working out right like average gym goer right just like doing the three sets of 10 and that's <laughs> gonna get you there right yeah and between like actually work like training right yeah. I mean I think that's the difference right people are working out but they're not training and that can be the deal breaker. So like, when did you start like actually training? Um, where was that kind of like focal point or the, the determining moments that like led you to um, your results and like where you're at? Honestly, so I, so my whole fitness journey started like back in 2016, right? So I, I, I was heavier, 220 pounds. I lost weight, got down to like 132, but I was training for like, I want to say already two, I think three years or so, three or four years or so. But it's just this past year, like specifically January of last year is when I joined Beyond Built, right? And that's when I started learning training, about how training mm. matters. Um, and you mentioned three sets of 10, but like in reality, bro, like I was doing four sets of like 12 most workouts. You know, I was always beat at the end of the workout. And I mean, doing what I did got me to where I, I guess wanted to go. Yeah, like you only, lost what? Yeah, I like mean, I lost like eighty pounds. Pounds. <laughs> so Incredible. It, it was it was it was it was a good journey. And now I don't want to discredit like start, starting off doing that because obviously that got me somewhere, right? But through that journey, I finally learned that to actually build muscle and achieve that dream physique that you actually want, you have to really dial in dial in into that training and sometimes that comes down to hiring your first coach <laughs> literally you know? um yeah. but but also <clears throat> i want to go rewind a little bit um and we then we can go into like hiring a coach yeah. and everything um but like so your start of like maybe the first couple years of you going to the gym working out and really focusing on like weight loss yeah. right but I feel like for most people, like that is the, the catalyst that gets, that's the spark, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe there's this quiet desperation. Maybe you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're not confident with how you look, right? But you started off with simply like, I just want to like lose this fucking weight, yeah. like no matter what. 
And then once you get there, you say you lost like 80, 90 pounds. Once you got there, you're like, okay, I lost all this weight, but like, like I'm skinny fat or something. Right. So it's like, I think that most people don't understand that your dream physique has freaking muscle on it. Mm -hmm. Like your dream physique, like has that hourglass figure or that, that shape that maybe, and I hate to say it, like maybe you're just comparing someone else's chapter 30 to your chapter one, but like, like you want to be stronger yeah. you don't want to feel skinny fat you don't want to feel weak so um kind of going into um like you hiring your first coach or your first mentor um like what was what was kind of like, like the foundational pieces that you had really been like missing that you started to implement and like really have started to help um your clientele um or the people that you impact on a daily basis yeah so definitely doing less right i was mm. going into like getting into my fitness journey like i was always doing like more than i want to say let's say for example back or legs i was doing more than six exercises at a time right and doing four sets my workouts were like two almost three hours sometimes oh. and then that's not even oh. <laughs> that's not even including like the cardio that i wanted to do right because i wanted to not gain weight again mm. um so it wasn't until this past year that, you know, we volume significantly dropped. At one point I was doing like two sets, right? But the difference now is that instead of, for example, a bench, I'll incline chest press, instead of going just kind of up to here, I'm now going all the way down here, mm. milking the shit out of those two sets, you know? Mm. So, so essentially like my work was basically cut in half but I got more quality work. I'm doing more quality work now than I ever was during those last two, three years that I was training. Wow. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. And, and I mean, I, I was, I, I think everyone starts off the same because we yeah. look at the, we look at the swipe workouts. We look at what Joe Schmo is doing and like, there's a lot of great information out there, but let's not get skewed. There's a lot of, like disinformation yeah. out there that like only gets you really so far right yeah. and, and what we're here to do as coaches is like to get you to fucking z like yeah. that that is what we're doing like and anyone and everyone can go from point a to point b right everyone if you talk to anyone on the street majority of the people in the united states if like you ask them hey have you lost weight in your life like nine out of 10 people would be like, oh yeah, like I've done yeah. that. But then it's like, okay, like where are they at now? Right. They probably doubled the size, right. They probably did 30 for 30 challenge, lost 30 pounds really quick and then went back to their habits. Right. That was like, because they were so restrictive or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when it, I think the same thing is like with training, right. I think for you and I both um, having the same coach and everything is that like doing less like really does matter but it's almost like slow down to speed up right in the fact in the, in the fact that like okay if we're looking at a single rep like i literally posted this and like shared someone else's story like like the other day but like you just gotta focus on how can i get the most like what you said milk this single freaking yeah. rep right 
And there is a large quantity of difference between like, let's say those <clears throat> people that are maybe like much further in their fitness journey, maybe they're 30 years old, they've been training for like 10 plus years mm -hmm. and they're like winning IFBB pro shows, a single rep for them is much different than you go to Planet Fitness and oh, a yeah. single rep for that person, right? So I think for individuals that are listening and going to be listening is actually figuring out like we, although volume might decrease, let's make this fucking rep hard. Mm -hmm. Like let's make it freaking difficult. Like if you're feeling, oh, like three sets of 10 and then you're like, oh my gosh, like the eighth and ninth and maybe the 10th rep is like difficult and hard. You are literally missing out on 70% of the freaking workload, which was the first seven reps, mm -hmm. right? Like when I'm training for a deload week, like, like de-stress, not much volume, a little bit lighter of load and everything, I'm still training to three or four reps in reserve. Mm -hmm. Meaning like if, if I were to absolute failure, I'm only three reps or four reps shy from that. That is mm -hmm. freaking hard. So if we can put kind of that mind muscle connection but just focus on a single rep and like make that single rep count mm -hmm. not oh yeah like that was fucking easy like actually make it count then i think people would progress a lot more within their fitness journey and see and like actually be fucking excited mm -hmm. and like to go to the gym right oh, yeah. so many people are just like oh like yeah like i worked out or it was it was good i guess like because people don't have a mission that like, when you go to the gym, like we're there to get better. Like we're there to improve whatever goal you have. Right. And, and I feel like if we can just start focusing on that rep, um, things will change. Oh, but, yeah. um, but yeah, when it, when it comes to, um, like the, the implementation kind of things, I mean, we can kind of go with how we're coached and everything. Cause we do have the same mm -hmm. coach and everything, but like, yeah, like how have you, really been um understanding the like up and up and up do a little deload and then like just like acclimate 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 mm -hmm. like how has that kind of like really evolved into like your physique and your training um yeah. how have you been enjoying it um and like i guess explain to mm -hmm. some of the people that are going to be listening that don't really understand like what it really means to like actually start like acclimate acclimating mm -hmm. up and like create um your workouts a little bit more difficult as the weeks go by yeah so, so before like before i really started learning a lot about training like i would get into my workouts and you know it's obviously i was kind of doing the same thing over and over but mm. i wasn't really applying that acclimation time after time after time like literally from day one or week one i was trying my hardest trying my hardest trying my hardest all right going just full throttle full throttle right now the way i approach things is like you mentioned you have your deload right you're gauging how um because obviously when you when you're gauging your intensity it's very it's subjective right mm -hmm. and so that's what i've been evolving i'm trying to evolve that as we as we speak right now <laughs> um, i've gotten a lot better at it but this is this is what it is you got you got your deload you're doing the same exercises right Instead of going all in that first week, ask yourself, what, um, what, what amount of weight am I able to do that gets me to 
three to four reps from failure. Now those those last few reps are gonna be are still gonna be relatively hard. All right, you have to keep that in mind. They're not gonna be very easy. Um, and then week after week, as intensity increases, instead of I guess always trying to add a bunch of weight, we're slowly acclimating by maybe adding two point five pounds, slowing down the rep a little bit, recording our sets, making sure that we're um, standardizing those reps right every single rep from rep one to rep say rep 10 does it look exactly the same and from rep 7 to 10 do those reps start slowing down mm. right so and then week after week we're maybe adding a little bit more weight right to increase that intensity right we're not going headstrong all the time we're building up those blocks mm. right so that's what i'm still evolving that's when i'm still learning i've gotten a lot better at it and um but yeah de definitely it's like night and day from where i was at before just doing just trying to pr every single every single time all right taking my sets to like almost basically failure with very shit technique and now sound technique um my shoulders feel good i have no pains and i'm progressing very well you know and it's 100 percent. yeah oh yeah Dude, lo love that, love that. And, and and I feel like it's also um, just being intentional, right? Yeah. Like everything that you just said is like actually like being aware, mm -hmm. being aware of like the mind, like for me, it's like, okay, did it like, did I actually go to absolute failure on this set? Mm -hmm. Or like, do you, I, I, or maybe like, I think I could have done one more, right? Or like right right as i feel like okay like i i think i had like three or four reps left in me and then i start acclimating block by block by block go up and up and up and then i realize holy cow like i've been going up not only in weights not only in reps but like i feel like my i i've been like quickening the movement and my my um range of motion has been lacking so now i have to go back to the drawing board so i think it's like actually being like a student and like continuously like evolving as what you've been yeah. saying of like yeah. getting better because like right as let's say you do a form video and whether you like you check it yourself like and i just recently posted this type 10 minutes ago it's like you aren't seeing results in the gym because you just aren't tracking your stuff yeah and in the post it was like you don't even know what rate what weight and what reps you did yet alone last week and yet alone you don't even know what your form's been looking like yeah so by all means it's like you you could just be doing partial range of motion on your squat on your bench etc and like why do you think you're getting all these aches and pains it's because you're not extending your muscle fibers fully right and it's yeah. like and i think the the biggest thing is it's a never ending process yeah. to improve right as you believe like you you check on yourself and be like oh my gosh like this squat this bent over row this bench looks so freaking good i got i'm slowing it down i'm pausing at the bottom this was until failure i even had the confidence to ask a friend like hey record me and then it's like okay you did this at this amount of weights this amount of reps at this reps in a reserve or rpe or whatever dude like a month 
month from now, it can be completely different because you might oh, yeah. be at a different load, a different rep count, right? Like your, your mindset, you might like the sleep, all the other stuff can affect your performance in the gym. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's why continuously evolving and continuously just being a student um, is really what's going to get individuals um, to that next level and actually put on, put on the muscle that they deserve. Yeah. Um, so sure. I guess what, when it comes to working with a coach and having a community and, and um, being able to have conversations like this, like what has been the, the number one, like factor as of late, like currently, like maybe you did your check-in form, um, last night or something, right? Like what is like in training, something that you want to really improve upon, um, within your journey right now? So right now, I think it's still honestly still improving on gauging that intensity. Like, um, I sent a form video to my coach, uh, like a week ago, right? It was on my Smith machine squats. I thought, right. Based off what I saw, what mm. I studied, I thought I was like a one to two reps in reverse or which is similar to like a, um, eight or nine RPE. Send it to my coach. He's like, nah, two to three. Like, oh shit. <laughs> I had more left in me then, you know, and that's that's what I'm still evolving at in gauging that intensity and getting better at that intensity. Especially when especially when I'm let's say doing deload, right? Am I actually doing that specified intensity? Four reps in reverse or like a seven RPE, six or seven RPE, right? And then week after week, am I actually doing what I have to do to um make it much more difficult? and staying within that rep range that I have specified for myself. Hmm. Right, so very, very, very much still evolving around gauging that intensity. Um, because time and time again, right, I see people just going, just, uh, just diving right into trying to PR, trying to PR, trying to PR, trying to PR, and they're not letting the body slowly adapt so that their warm up can be um, a heavier load that it's normally the working weight right mm. huge yeah. huge and um what, what i want for like people that are listening to kind of deconstructing some, some of these terms that we're using yeah. people might not exactly know yeah. so um rpe is like your rated perceived exertion so on a scale of one to ten like how hard did you push yourself on a pain point and i was like putting the example like remember when you like went to the doctor and like they're like mm. testing out like your your knee flexion and like i don't know for me that always like was a big yeah. thing they're like oh how, how much does it hurt or whatever right and then they like hit my knee and my like foot shoots out or whatever i'm like oh like didn't really hurt like a one or a two so like when you're going into the gym i always tell my clients like an easy workout like when we're at four reps in reserve like that is like a seven out of ten like there should be like maybe a deload week it might be like a six out of ten or like a pain point but like every workout should be hard like there is no there is no easy yeah. somewhat easy workouts there is only hard workouts and we kind of distribute out from like seven is the low point and like ten is like zero to one right yeah. so zero to one is reps in reserve reps in reserve is like 
when you finish a given freaking set, how much left do you have left in the tank? How much? Like, if you have zero, then on your last freaking set of your barbell bench press, you're like, oh, like freaking, you need somebody to like literally help you, right? Um, yeah. And then if you, have, so I think that is what you were saying earlier is like so subjective because that's why it's just crucial to continuously communicate with a coach or a support system or just communicate with yourself on your notes in your phone like oh i did this amount of weight this amount of reps and like this is how i felt yeah so then like going back like oh my gosh like i realized that i did this amount of weight this amount of reps and my form was like i i completed like the last two reps but like my my form was trash mm -hmm. right so even if i step into the gym next time although i might not get like a personal record i'll still have gotten a personal record within from knowing that i improved on those yeah. last two reps right yeah so i think if we can just start focusing more on those little minute wins then like the wins just compound and then the results over the course of weeks months and years they literally just like stack up mm -hmm. so yeah. i i think i think that if we can start focusing on the, the literally like what can I do better within this given set then like you're gonna be achieving your freaking goals yeah like in no time and I feel like people are so just like focused on the instant gratification that it's like sometimes really hard like the the overall um the journey gets lost in translation but um when when it comes to training um it because i know like, like earlier <clears throat> we really kind of specified um doing like less is more so mm -hmm. for individuals that majority of people that are, are going to be listening to this they're doing like six seven eight nine ten exercises for like their leg day or whatever right yeah. so um kind of let's get like an example of like what you uh how would you prescribe like a, a workout kind mm -hmm. of plan or a schedule um for like one of your um incoming uh clients yeah so the way we do this all right um it would obviously i'll start with some kind of squat pattern whether that's leg press hack squat um smith machine squat um but at most i'm aiming three exercises for the quads right three exercises so for example i'm doing is let's say i prescribe a smith machine squat followed up by a leg extension, right? Mm. Followed up by a, uh, maybe some body weight squats or some walking lunges. And that's it. That's Literally. It. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Or another example, say we want to do um, hack squats, followed, I followed up with some leg presses, right? And, and then those body weight squats, mm. right? We're three exercises, that's all it takes to really, really see results. And some people are going to be like, that's not a lot. Like, it's not mm. a lot. Because they're focused too much on the quantity of the work that, right, of, of that work. When in reality, they should be focusing on the quality of those mm. sets, those reps. So your first set, or obviously your first set's going to be right, slightly a little easier than that third set. But as you get to that third set, it's getting freaking difficult, you know? And that's where it's at. Focus on those quality reps. Even if you just have two sets, 
because you'll still you'll likely still be you'll, you'll likely be fried by the end of that workout which is just three exercises and most literally people are just yeah most people are just so very used to trying to chase quantity and like this is this is this is this was my biggest i guess uh realization when it comes to training back then like I, even even if i was doing six exercises burning myself out i was not getting the pumps that that rush of blood into the quads for example that i do now and it's quite it's quite insane how how i mean it's freaking painful don't get me wrong but it feels good knowing that i'm doing significantly less but knowing that I'm at really stimulating the muscle fibers to its fullest potential, doing just three exercises. Mm. Three exercises. That's huge. That's huge. And, and, it, and it goes back to intention, right? Like, okay, I have, I literally have nine sets for this workout. For, for like this leg day, maybe do a little bit of core or whatever afterwards, but like yeah. I have nine sets for legs, right? So that means like, we're like, how, how can I get deeper in my squat? How can I pause at the bottom? How can I go slower as I go down, right? How can I just be more intentional with my breath as I start my squat? And then as I'm just kind of going up, blowing out. Like, yeah. how can I just be more intentional with the the tools that I'm given and, and the plan that is that I created for myself or that is laid out for me and like actually focus on the execution rather than just, oh, like just check off the fucking box, yeah. right? And I think if we can shy more away from, oh, just like check off the box to like, I'm like in this, and you kind of go back to like the pain point, right? Mm -hmm. what, what, what is more painful? Being in the same fucking position year after year, physically, mentally, like financially, emotionally, like relationship wise, or like actually like going through the pain points and cultivating a relationship, actually going through the pain points and getting better on your squat form and technique mm -hmm. actually going through the pain points of like getting your fucking results that you fucking want right <laughs> like, like i would much rather be in a very vulnerable and painful position to actually achieve my goals than to do six to nine fucking exercises and then be on a fucking cat trying to chase its own tail for yeah. like five years in a fucking row right so pick, pick your pain because either way it's going to be painful mm -hmm. You just have to choose one's going to come out with growth and one's going to come out with you just being stagnant. Right. Um, so I, I like the, the leg day um, example um, and kind of when it comes to um, like the, the weights and the reps and everything. And I do have a post that I want to like mm -hmm. kind of explain further on this, but like, how do you, like we talked about at the beginning, right? It's like, oh, like, how, well, like, what do I do then if like three sets of 10 is like not enough or like I do four sets of 12, right? So like what for you kind of like distinguishes like um, let's say you do, you are doing your three exercises, right? For your, for your leg day. Like 
um, how do you distinguish reps, right? Um, and before kind of going into this question, for hypertrophy, as of late, I've really learned that between like five and like 30 reps, mm -hmm. like gets the job done, right? You can add in supersets, you can add in uh, myo reps or giant sets or whatever, but like for you specifically with your goals and what you're working on, and obviously, this can be different for other people mm -hmm. like yeah like what is in your program and how has chad and brashad or like yeah with you and your coaches um how have you been distinguishing like like what reps how many reps do i do in, in my set for my my muscle gain or body recall yeah so just like how you mentioned about uh, five or 30 reps is like the sweet spot so and that's what we've been working with right we start at the lower end and work our way up Right. So say mm -hmm. we're doing five weeks, we're, we're at five to 10, say on a Smith machine squat. Um, five to 10 Smith machine squat, right? Next ex exercise, maybe it's a leg press, 10 to 15. Right. Next exercise, we're doing an AMRAP. Right. And then mm. over time, it kind of gets progressively harder by including that extra set, right? Towards week we're three or four right or we're, we're like four or five it's like we get that fourth set right to acclimate more volume next five weeks come around maybe we're going up to like eight to twelve so from five to ten we're at eight to twelve mm. now, right and then uh, the next the next one maybe it's at 15 to 20 right instead of 10 to 15 right so slowly we're acclimating or we're acclimating to more volume but that it's that first block that gets you kind of going we're learning the foundation right so so in some use the five to 30 rep range as as i guess a starting point start at the lower end five uh give yourself like a range of like five reps five to ten right and slowly over time add to that until you reach that 30 rep mark now obviously you're not gonna do 30 reps on this on a squat or a smith machine squat um, you know, so it's all dependent on your goals and it's going to be very dependent on the individual, but that's how I've been, um, that's how my program has been catered to me where mm. we slowly acclimate the volume up. Huge, yeah. huge. And, and for individuals <clears throat> listening and everything is, um, yeah, the, the <laughs> 30 rep bench, right? Um, it, it, it comes to a point, right? Where the rep range is five to 30, but yeah. we also, we also have to realize that for your compound, your multi-jointed, more fatigue inducing exercises, that's primarily going to be at the lower end of the five to 30 rep range. And then as your workout kind of progresses, maybe you're doing some like uh, maybe incline flies or some high to low cable flies or some like mm -hmm. lower fatigue inducing exercises where you can really milk and get a little bit out. Um, then that's going to be towards the, the higher rep range of like the 15, 20, even like 30 fucking reps or even like a huge giant set or what you were saying for your legs, like a, an am wrap to maybe like end it, but you're literally just doing like either a goblet squat or yeah. a body weight squat or whatever to like really, um, al although the, the load isn't there, the volume is there. Right. Yeah. So, um, I, I think it's all dependent, right. On the individual, but just a very quick synopsis is like, you're not going to be doing your fucking deadlift for, for 30 freaking reps <laughs> unless you're training for a freaking CrossFit competition. So yeah. besides that, obviously it's subjective, right? 
But if we're here to build muscle mass and build hypertrophy, um, then that's kind of what it's going to be like. So um, lo love that, love that. And I guess, because um, I know we've, we've been talking, we can literally talk for like an oh, hour or two on this. Yeah, but sure <laughs> but um, I kind of want to finalize with um, individuals and, and like it can differ. Um, so that's why I want to hear with like your goals, you're trying mm -hmm. to hypertrophize and like build like that body recomp and build muscle, um, rest times. Mm -hmm. So people do not understand the importance of you giving yourself enough time to freaking rest, right? Kind of for you and your journey, um, like what you have in your plan and what we've been talking about. Like, how have you been prioritizing that rest um, between your sets? Um, and how, what's that kind of look like as somebody that's um, progressively overloading week by week and really focusing on muscle gain? Yeah, yeah, so definitely rest is crucial, 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 crucial. Um, the general advice, generally speaking, right, if you resting one to three minutes is like a solid starting point. Aim for the higher end if you're really, really, really trying to recover from a very hard set so that your next set can be literally exactly the same, right? So we're very much, um, even if it's three minutes, we're priming ourselves. We're getting ready to not only beat that previous set, but perhaps do it even better, right? So um, I was always caught up back then before. I was always caught up in, I got to rest 30 seconds. I got to rest 30 seconds, right? Because I want to burn calories. I want to burn calories. And people who have goals to change their body composition, you're not trying to chase calorie burn, rather trying to focus on that performance. And what's going to get you to perform better? Resting more, right? So aim for two to three minutes rest times. Um, just today, for example, I did a leg press, 10 to 15. Our rest times are three minutes. Seems like a long time, but three minutes. Um, each set was pretty difficult. So I was pretty beat by the last rep. So definitely those three minutes were worth it because I went in, you know, somewhat refreshed, I guess, to tackle that next set and, um, and beat that previous set, right? Um, and then something that is probably, it's probably cliche, but, you know, people who kind of, who do burpees or trying to do jumping jacks in between sets, right? Just trying to create more calorie burden, right? Just, you gotta stop doing that. You gotta stop doing that, all right? Um, rest times are crucial. If you really wanna maximize how, how, um how effective that next set will be literally literally and and it also comes down to note right like i'm saying dodie put um like when i want to like really improve increase strength then i'll rest for like up to five minutes for compounds and then do the the 45 to 90 second for hypertrophy work um yeah i i think it really depends right i think mm -hmm. it's very objective on your goals and also like what we're talking about here is more so for hypertrophy work right um obviously there's strength gains and within progressive overload right but i think the biggest thing is um if you're only taking yourself like less than a minute in order to recover and you're going right back like obviously it might be subjective you have a superset or something right but like you're not giving your chance enough time to fucking recover mm -hmm. right like, if you're going right into it, you'll have to be intentional and think to yourself, did I even go as hard as I'm saying I'm going? 
if I'm fully recovered in 45 fucking seconds, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, yes, it is like what I said, it is subjective on your goal. And like, let's say you have a coach and it's mapped out, right? But um, if you're like fucking fully energized and you took 30 seconds rest, then it's like we didn't push ourselves hard enough. Mm-hmm. So I think being very intentional with, holy cow, in my plan, like two, three minutes of rest. And it's like, okay, yeah, like maybe if there just happened to be a set where you recover a little bit more quicker, then by all means go. I think it's more so when you feel freaking recovered and it is between like a, that solid general window of like minute and a half, like um, two minutes, three minutes, even sometimes three and a half, four, then like, then that intention because the intention is I'm going into this set, I'm going to push myself hard as hell. And then I have to be intentional of like gauging my first rep needs to be the same as my last. Mm-hmm. So I make sure that if I just did 315 pounds on my hack squat, I need to hit those full three minutes because I want to make sure that if I can hit that window 10 to 15 reps with that full control and everything, then like I'm freaking and I have to be intentional with myself that a minute and a half might not freaking cut it. So I think yeah. if, if people can just be more intentional with their rest, like, okay, I put on this, like maybe if you have the app like we with, with ourselves and with our clients and like press that starting point, engage yourself once that time mm-hmm. is off or put in a 90 second, three minute timer, depending on where, like how much time you have in the gym, right? And then get like how well you're going to perform going to this next set. Cause sometimes when that two minute, three minute timer goes off and I'm going balls to the wall that week, zero to one, like I'm going to absolute freaking failure and that timer gets off. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I need like 20 more seconds because yeah. like, I know that I'm not going to get as much bang for my buck out of the performance of this exercise if I don't give myself like those extra 30 seconds of rest, right? Um, but dude, uh, do you have anything else that we want to cover? I think we, we gave 40 minutes all of value um, yeah. about training and why it matters going over RPE, um, mm-hmm. our, our going over intention, training hard, rest times, how would you perceive like even like a leg day? Um, yeah. Have any anything else um, that might or yeah? Um, Why to you? I feel like just uh, what we went, what we cut, what we kind of covered was you know tracking your tracking your your data, right? Tracking your training, and it's going to be important. Get yourself a tripod, right? Or get yourself have your water bottle, record your sets, because think about it this way: D one athletes, we are athletes. We are athletes, okay? I want you guys to observe that, okay? We are, we are athletes. <laughs> record yourself because D1 athletes, they record their games. They record the practices, right? You see at football games, you see drones kind of flying everywhere because at the end of that, they're re-watching everything that happened so that they can learn from their mistakes and apply um, different types of cues to you know, get better at their game. Same thing with training. You record your set. Maybe it, maybe this week, right? Your your barbell curl. You notice your elbows kind of falling falling back too soon. You observe that. All right, what could I do better? What could I do to make my set better next week? Now you record your set next week, and your 
elbow is staying relatively in front of you most of the most of the time. Now you tell yourself, all right, I improved. Even if I did not go up in weight, simply recording yourself is by far like one of the biggest tools for improving uh, your performance in the gym. <laughs> by far. So definitely by record far. yourself. Get a tripod. By far, by far. Yeah. And yeah, I've, with all my new clients that I have, I like literally, um, like if they can't buy it, like I'll literally buy it for him because it's like required yeah. now. Tripod because it, it's an excuse, right? It's an ex it's a scapegoat of like, oh, like I don't want to send it in because the angle's bad or da 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 da. It's like, let's get the tripod, let's start, let's, it, <clears throat> the most simple thing, right? Is what's more important? You achieving your freaking goals or Joe Schmo in the gym that literally just like looks at you for two seconds and then like gets back to what they're doing. Yeah. After realizing that like no one in the, like unless you're going in like with a movie crew and like taking up space right and like or like like no one cares yeah literally no one nada no one cares like everyone's there to focus on that like why do you think everyone has like headphones like everyone's in their own freaking world yep. just improving it better so, so if anything people want you to record because they want the best for you mm -hmm. right so I think if we can come from a place of that perspective, that like, what's more important, your goals or a random person that looks at you for two seconds, then like you answered your own question. It's yeah, like, oh, exactly. so um, record, 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 track, track, track. I mean, how else do you think in literally every fucking aspect of life, like if you like actually have milestones or if you actually like track your progress then it always ends up becoming worth it in the end mm -hmm. right like with your business if you're tracking whatever then like of course your business is going to improve because you notice those in, like inconsistencies that you want to build upon right it's the same thing with like school you got to like make sure like you're up to date on your grades or even like your finance, you got to stay up to date with your finance to make sure it's like, okay, can I afford like these bills or this fun time or this vacation next fucking month, right? It's like, so I think if we can come from a place of your health and your fitness journey and these goals that you have is no fucking different than anything and everything that you do in your fucking life, then you're going to be so much better off. But people look at like... <clears throat> people look at their fitness journey as, oh my gosh, like, I don't get paid for this. Like, why, why would I, why, why would I invest in this, mm -hmm. right? Like, like you're paying with your time, you're paying with your long health and your longevity, you're paying with not giving pharmaceutical, like thousands of dollars a fucking year to like pay fucking a doctor or whatever that you can literally do from like your lifestyle. Yep. So it's like, you're literally paying all these other charities. So if you can start seeing your training, your fitness and your health journey as something like that, then you're going to be so much further along uh, and you're going to enjoy that journey so much more and be present.